0: Hello everyone, this is Jacob Myers, Columbus Crew beat writer for the Columbus Dispatch. So we recorded this episode of the Soccer Speakeasy about an hour before Major League Soccer announced a 30-day suspension of all matches, effective immediately to stop the spread of novel coronavirus COVID-19 in the U.S. This announcement was first broken by multiple press reports, and it follows in the footsteps of the NBA to suspend the season for the time being. The NHL has since followed as well, in addition to numerous other universities suspending athletic activities. The Cruise Academy has also suspended practices and games for the time being as well. In the afternoon, the crew canceled their media availability, only releasing this statement. Columbus Crew SC supports Major League Soccer suspension of matches for 30 days due to concerns surrounding coronavirus COVID-19. The health and well-being of our supporters, players, and staff is of the utmost importance to Crew SC, and we appreciate the work of health and government officials in the context of these unprecedented circumstances. We want to thank all supporters for their understanding. Updated ticket information will be announced in the near future. That is the only statement I have received from the club. Again, Major League Soccer put out. Its own statement earlier in the day saying from Commissioner Don Garber, Our clubs were united today in the decision to temporarily suspend our season based on advice and guidance from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Public Health Agency of Canada, and other public health authorities. And in the best interest of our fans, players, officials, and employees, we'd like to thank our fans for their continued support during this challenging time. In addition to that statement, MLS said, at the appropriate time, the league and the clubs will communicate plans for the continuation of the 2020 season and update the status of league and events. So I'm recording this at 3.46 p.m. on Thursday, March 12th. Again, a lot of this is still coming out. I think Major League Soccer is still figuring out its contingency plan and protocols And all the logistics that come with such a major decision like this. But major news as of now, the crew will not play Saturday as was previously scheduled against Real Salt Lake at Moffray Stadium, and they will not play its two games um, after that. So for 30 days, all matches in MLS will be postponed. As of right now, the next scheduled match is April 11th at home against Orlando City. I believe teams are still allowed to have practices during this time. Again, nothing contrary to that was stated by MLS. So if you see differently at 3.46 p.m. on Thursday, that information uh, wasn't yet known. I'll continue to follow this story and please visit at Dispatch Alerts on Twitter, follow them and visit dispatch.com for all updates on the coronavirus that might be affecting the central Ohio community and the state and the nation at large. We are providing all that content To our readers for free in the public's interest. So please uh, consider subscribing to us because our team is doing a fantastic job trying to bring you this news. But the update I just wanted to give you at the moment was after we recorded the podcast, Major League Soccer announced that it was suspending activity for 30 days. That's just match games. Practices as of right now are still ongoing. Any further updates, continue to follow me at Underscore JC Myers and check out dispatch.com. All right, now here's
1: the show. Hello and welcome to the Soccer Speakeasy. I'm Mike A. Race and in the studio we've got the the whole top of the uh, formation here. Kyle Robertson is to my left, the striker, and on my right our fine crew beat writer Jacob Myers. Today is the 12th of March 2020. It is the day that uh, the Blue Jackets will become the first professional team in America to empty their arena for a game. Golden State will follow later in the night. Well, all the announcements came yesterday, as, as, as you probably well know. Actually, um, no, it's not Golden State.
2: They already canceled the
1: season. Or, oh, that's right. Yeah. They, last, later, late last late, night. Late, late last night, the NBA has scratched their season because there was a case of uh, not COVID-19. Not, and uh, Paused,
2: and, I guess would say, not canceled. Right? Suspended is the word yeah. s- they suspended.
1: used. Good catch, Kyle. There's a case of uh, COVID 19, uh, a player for the Utah Jazz. Um, so, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA. Did you see his press conference before the game? I did not. Oh,
0: well, I, it was a couple it was of days it was ago. A couple of days ago. Yeah. So the new yeah. kind of restrictions they've put on reporters have to be a, such a distance away, and in the press conference room, when he's leaving, he's he touching all the mics and the table and stuff.
2: You can hear like a reporter laughing in the background.
1: All right. Yeah. VVO. Um, very few things, or are, are fewer and fewer things are funny now as we head into a very strange interlude in uh, in our history. You know, um, I, I was thinking, and I don't want to overstate this, but, you know, uh, since the Civil War, you know, America's never experienced war. Um, there was the Spanish flu outbreak of 1918. I just finished a book on that. It's very scary stuff. Um, But this is a sort of life-changing thing that we rarely deal with uh, in America or haven't in a long time anyway. I don't want to – I'm not being hysterical here, but the stuff's spreading fast. Uh, You know, wash your hands, don't touch your face, so forth. Um, That is uh, a very poor segue to my first question for uh, Jacob Myers, which is uh, what's going on with with the game Saturday. Crew is scheduled to play Salt Lake City uh, in Moffray Stadium at 5 p.m. Real Salt Lake. Make sure you get that. No, I, <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe I there's an City. FC. I can't call him City,
0: right? Can I call him City FC? You can call him whatever you That's want. Right. For the sake of this podcast, I knew you were talking about. So last, <laughs> I reached out this morning to the club. Uh, we're recording this probably 10 minutes after I reached out. So you know, just how everything was going about yesterday with the NBA and then the NHL making a announcement that they'll have some type of statement today after the governor recommended that indoor sports should have no spectators. Um, I I would think MLS... That that being
1: our governor, Mike DeWine.
0: Correct, Yes. yes. And he said outdoor sports potentially. So just given all of that context, I'm expecting some type of statement today, whether that be things are going on as planned or postponing a game. Seattle Sounders already postponed a match for March 21st. So a week later, obviously, Seattle area has more confirmed cases of... COVID-19 at the moment but two days ago when uh, the governor made recommendations that teams such as the Blue Jackets and the crew should think about having games with no spectators the statement I got from the club was Saturday's home match against Real Salt Lake remains scheduled to be played as planned Crew and Stadium through their detected task force will continue to work with relevant governmental agencies and Major League Soccer to monitor the situation and respond as necessary throughout the week. So I'm expecting some type of update today. I'll be out at training later today. By the time you listen to this, maybe there's some news you know. Just, you know, thinking off the top of my head, I would be surprised if it's not postponed, just the way things have gone and the governor's recommendations.
2: Well, and plus it's early in the season too for for MLS, you know, like the NHL yeah. and you have a lot of NBA, time. yeah. I mean, I know I think they've tried to get away from those Wednesday games, but I mean, it could quite easily be, especially with um with the MLS coming out basically saying private, you know, charter flights, you know, now for everyone, correct? That yes, yeah. that's correct. That's Is,
0: another thing that MLS came out with. So, I would assume that it includes the Crew. Yeah. They they had to change their plans from Seattle. They ended up taking a charter. I'm assuming that won't count towards oh, the I think that, I think
2: the whole count's off right now. I Correct. think you could just eliminate, you know, use as many as needed. And I and I, I think that's what you know, if they do postpone for a couple weeks, you know, you could play those Wednesday games and it'd be a lot easier on the players if you're chartering, you know, a flight in and out.
0: Yeah, and just this morning, La Liga in Spain uh, suspended theirs, so I believe, for two weeks as of now. Syria, obviously Italy is a huge South outbreak, down, outbreak yeah, center, so the whole country is basically right. shut down.
1: Yes, sir. Let me ask you this, Jacob. Uh, is uh, give, Given that uh, the case of an NBA player um, uh, being infected with the coronavirus um, is in Salt Lake City, um, is has uh, inter- FC Real or Salt Lake have they already flown here are they here
0: I I'm not I don't know that I would think maybe they fly here today just based on what the crew normally does for games they have to travel cross country they'll go out a day in advance like their Seattle trip they were planning to get there Thursday night train on Friday and then I think maybe come back Sunday but they trained here Friday flew out and then flew back right after the game so I, I could see that kind of being the case uh, with Rail well, Salt Lake. A, that's a general rhythm of the league. Right. But But to your point, I mean just broadly, this is going to affect could,
1: I mean, everything. Th- I don't know when they would leave today. Um, and this could change in uh, you know, in, in hours. You know, right. it's it's uh I wrote a column well, yesterday uh, and it had to do with um, the uh, four three or four major leagues depending on how you want to rate major um the joint statement they issued Monday on their locker room protocol here going forward, which is um, locker rooms and clubhouses are closed to uh, all non-essential personnel, uh, meaning media, uh, and they issued that statement on Monday. Um, they didn't put coronavirus in the release uh, in, in the uh, release statement itself, but obviously that was their point. So they're worried about uh, the players having contact uh, with too many people, which is fine. So... They removed, uh, you know, twenty to thirty people uh, from from all the locker rooms, and then um, Tuesday, when this went into effect, Tuesday night there were—I uh, uh, counted it up—there were three hundred one thousand people at NBA and NHL games. So they didn't mind stacking people up in the stands for one day, but they they certainly uh, cleared cleared out uh, a few people uh, uh, just from the locker room. So, and, and by the time I finished that column and noted that. Uh, Uh, I was was looking at it, you know, there's there's 700,000, 800,000 fans that go to uh, March Madness Games, the NCAA tournament, Um, and I'm looking at that going, like, at the way things were developing yesterday, it's like, there's no way they can have this tournament. But I had no idea that all of this, right on down to, like, the Jackets, the team that plays right here down the street, um, uh, all this would change in a matter of a couple hours. It did. It changed just like that. And uh, my my column was obsolete, which is usually the case, but this was quicker than normal. Within, right. within hours, you know, it was, it was unbelievable.
2: Well, if you look at the Utah Jazz schedule, they, they had a home game on Monday, but then the previous uh, four games, they were on the road, w- which is where it gets interesting. They were on the road at um, Detroit. They were at um, Boston, uh, where the Bruins and the Celtics share an arena. And then they were at the Knicks, where... You know uh, the Rangers and the Knicks share, and then they were at, uh, you know, they were at uh, Cleveland uh, here in Ohio. Uh, you know, eight days ago. Right. So if he had, if you know, if he had, you know, if he does have it, I mean, he was playing and you know probably touched, you know, or interacted with a lot of people in all those venues. So
0: I heard someone said thirty-four different players, but to put it put yeah. a cap on that, and then to get back to MLS and the crew. Uh, you know, the governor is going to come out either today, tomorrow. I think yesterday, um, the press conference was around 2 p.m. And he said within 24 to 36 hours, come out with some order. Basically, we all assume de- demanding uh, these mass gatherings not be had, only a central kind of personnel, which, and, and media, uh, NCAA tournament, you know, first four in Dayton won't have fans. Uh, all the games in the NCAA tournament, well, which which includes in Cleveland. and That's right. The Athletic wrote yesterday, and, and something I will continue to try to explore as um, these situations develop, but this is, could be a massive hit to MLS teams. Oh, because everyone. E- everyone, yeah, for any, sure. Any sports. But MLS more so than other North American sports. It's more gate-driven. Man. their largest revenue stream is from match day stuff which is what we had been talking about Kyle about them playing matches behind closed doors right. with no spectators and the story right. says I think that is the last case scenario they want right. and they're allotted some time because they earlier in the year so you could see match postponements for a while who knows what it looks like right. after that but everything from ticket sales concessions merchandise everything it's, it's their largest revenue stream so any way to preserve that, I think the crew and other Major League Soccer teams will take right. steps so to do that.
1: Is that to suggest that uh, if, if you're an MLS team, you'd prefer to postpone games yeah. at this point rather than play them yeah. in front of empty stadium? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think you even saw that last week, why the Se- Seattle Sounders still had fans in their stadium. Yeah. The governor hadn't made recommendations yet, and I, I took to wine statements to be like, I have to sign this order to force teams to do this, because otherwise... Right. Blue Jackets yeah. crew. Any any team in the state is going to have spectators there yep. because it helps their bottom line.
1: Okay. Well, let's let's uh, let's move on to uh, a pertinent news of the week, uh, or well, it's all pertinent, I guess. But Milton Valenzuela the injury, uh, Jacob. What, what's going on there, and is it the same knee? And uh, uh, tell us, describe what, what happened, and and what the injury is to Milton Valenzuela, the fine uh, the fine fullback. So. He got hurt around
0: the 20th minute against the Seattle Sounders. You saw him kind of challenge a ball and then come down, and um, there's no contact on the play, but his feet came out from under him or something. It just didn't look like... The turf.
1: Yeah, I, I think a lot... The, it probably was. I mean, yeah. I mean Beckett yeah. was right. He didn't want to play on that yeah. stuff. So he played.
0: He ended up kind of sitting on the turf and... Uh, Chris Schenberger, the athletic trainer, came out, looked at him. It was his right knee, which is the same knee that he had the torn ACL last year. reconstructed ACL, played the rest of the half, and then Chris Cadden came in for him. Got an update on Tuesday that he will be out two weeks. Caleb Porter said with a torn meniscus, it you know very similar to I I think the Jonas Corposalo injury. Why it, it'll probably take longer than two weeks, I would assume but I think why Porter said that is they have two games, then a break between the Nashville and Toronto game and kind of up in the air, then maybe is healthy. Right. You worry about fitness at that point, just actual comfort in the knee, so two weeks for sure he'll be out. I assume he might be out another game or two, but he does that ha- have that extra week with no game. Assuming that the season isn't suspended for the time being, right? There's that caveat as well, but you know, in terms of when crew fans saw that, I think this is yeah. one of the better outcomes, ca- yeah. outcomes that you could hope for. I, I certainly thought, um, I, I think you just ultimately think the worst yeah. when when you see stuff like that. And Porter said he was even surprised anything. Had, he wasn't able to go in the second half right. because he played the rest of that first half and there wasn't really much in the play.
1: Um, does he need a scope or has he had a scope? He had
0: the scope on Tuesday. So, you know, start that two-week clock then. So yeah, I, I think the crew are breathing a sigh of relief a bit.
1: Uh, lastly, let's let's talk about the crew at Seattle. Um, they took a one nothing lead on a on a goal by Zardes. Great feed uh, from from Diaz uh, off the right wing to the back post. Very nice goal. And the Seattle's tied it on a penalty kick. What was that call? Was that a handball, handball in the box by Harrison Awful? Yeah, that it was a
0: handball. And then Aloy Room makes the stop. His feet are off the line, so by per a lot <laughs> the, by a lot. so was the next one. Is
1: there, are they cracking down on that this year?
0: Yeah, it seems it seems like it. And you know we can have this argument too. if does that is that rule necessary, do we think? Well, didn't they enforce it pretty regularly in the World Cup too? I think so, yeah. but I I don't know if the conversation's ever actually been had of what benefit to the game does that rule have. Because I, I just think personally, like, the guy taking the PK already has an advantage. So if the goalkeeper's smart enough to give himself an advantage in some way to put more of the odds on his side i feel like that's strategy
1: almost there it is straight from sep the shield bladder right there nicely done (laughs) what you guys think of the game
0: i i thought so it's really interesting because i think you can look at it and say the crew are fortunate to get out with a point but then they also had plenty of chances to go up two goals to none and and after that pk the game just completely opened up Yep, there were several chances late from both teams I think, in general, it's good to get out of there with a point. But I was surprised Caleb Porter said he was a little right. disappointed with the result because right. he, he thought they should have had more out of the game. Well, no, um, also, and, the
2: goal that got, you know, reviewed. Crew,
1: and Was it Cornelli's fault? <laughs> what did you think of the game, Kyle?
2: <laughs> you know, I, I think the crew fans should be really happy with the goal, the way that it was scored, wow. and uh, the, the, the run by Lucas uh, into the box. Um, as I told Jacob during the game, the, that run you wouldn't have seen last year. Zardes would have been by himself and the defender, I think it was Gomez, would have been marking him. Um, but because uh, Lucas made that run to the near post, the defender stopped and that left the split second um, uh, back post open and it was a he- heck of a ball uh, played into the box. Um, but I don't think you'd have seen that last year. You'd have seen Zardes by himself making that run um, and that probably would have been deflected. or you know. So I think if you're looking... You know will we see more of this throughout the season i think yeah i think I think he I think Lucas likes to get up into the box and and make those runs where i don't I think last year I don't think you would have seen that um with you know with Santos uh and also uh Pipa you know kind of playing the way that they play, so I think it's I think it's more attacking, and I think you'll see. More of that as the season continues.
0: Well, I think he requires defenses to know where he is, and he's everywhere around the field. He mostly in the attacking third, or strictly in the attacking third. He won't come back to midfield like a Piti Martinez and get the ball, but he will play on the wings and come in. And that goal all started with him. He beats a defender, sucks out a center back, and gets the ball to Artur, and then that opens space for Lucas to then make that run to the back post. And yeah, as hard
2: as the back, I mean front post, yeah
0: to, to yeah. and then freeze yeah. the center back yep. and Zardes was up. Yep. So yeah, good play. Um I I, I agree with you that there're just more people in the box this year, so maybe more of those goals happen because of those runs and Porter called said if people want to know what a crew goal is, that that's a crew goal. So I I think that's exactly kind of what their attack wants to look like and you saw it around the 70th minute. Harrison Offal just, you know, launched a cross Tried to hit the space needle instead of hitting Zardes <laughs> on the back post. Mocked hard it. He yeah he did a bit. <laughs> well that's uh, but they could have been up to nothing. It, a, a yeah, fun, yeah. It's a fine result. You have four points squandered in a two point games against New York and Seattle.
1: Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, maybe squandered a point in Seattle, but uh, took a point out of a place uh, out of the defending champions' uh, home field uh, with the with an awful turf. They so, were outshot seventeen to five so there it is a mixed bag uh, the crew uh, slips to second place by squandering the point um, Atlanta's all alone in first place in the Eastern Conference um, it's a four way tie for second there and so you know it's not last a lot of points to go and we'll we'll keep a close eye on um, our good friend Don Garber and uh, our good friend Dan Cordemanch as they uh, decide on and disseminate information about what happens next in the face of uh, of the coronavirus pandemic now. So thank you for joining us. Unless you guys got anything else to add?
0: No, I think if there's any other news, uh, just pay attention to dispatch.com. We've made all of our stories about the coronavirus free as a public service. So you you can find that on our website. Uh, so just continuing to follow uh, our coverage. Our, Our staff is working the clock to get you this news.
1: Also, we'll continue podcasting of a fashion, even if we're not allowed in the building. Or if we're quarantined somewhere, Patrick Flaherty, our producer, will make that happen. Patrick, tell us what's going on with the podcasting platforms that here at uh, at the Dispatch, and and tell us tell people where where they can find where they can find our material. So you can go to dispatch.com slash podcast and see all of the current programs that we run there. You can subscribe on
0: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts stitcher tune in we're pretty much on every platform you listen to all of your other podcasts and you can see jacob's work and our podcast at our columbus crew sc facebook page
1: so then he
2: likes the comments so please comment yeah
1: yeah there you go um helps people find us so for that was at the podfather too and for at k rob photo and you have a what's your new twitter handle again underscore jc myers isn't it more simple I think it's more simple. <laughs> underscore JC Myers. And uh, no uh, I'm that Michael A Race One. Uh, thanks for joining us. And Patrick, kick us out of here.